this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Hard Rock Lunch Box. Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Hard Rock Lunch Box. Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Hard Rock Lunch Box. I'm not a crusty crab. Ah, uh, what is up, everybody? It's time for yet another edition of the Hard Rock Lunchbox and the Top 20. How is your Thursday going thusly? Thus farly? Thus farly. Thus farly. This week on the Hard Rock Lunchbox. Yeah. What's wrong with thus farly? Make up words whenever we want. You know, like, thus farly, woke, that kind of stuff. Ah, uh, just kidding. Just kidding. How's everybody doing? Um... Just a complete disclaimer, we're going to talk about DJ's Medical Malady Minute in a little bit, uh, but I am in not excruciating pain anymore, thank you very much, to uh, Lara Family Chiropractic, not a sponsor by the way, uh, but I am having some, not paralysis, but some numbness in my fingers, which is really great for a guitar player, uh, but at least I'll get to play like most of the other guitar players around here. See, I did that, threw some shade and complimented myself at the same time. I'm just trying to find a comfortable place to sit, so if it looks a little odd when you're watching this in the top 20, I do not have ants in my pants, as was the classic problem when you were when we were kids. I just uh, I have uh, I have pain in the vein. How about that? Like we could do that, everybody. I'm working on it. I've had three of the most painful things happen within the past six weeks, so uh, I am over it personally. So I don't know. I do want to talk about one of the treatments I had yesterday because it was just bananas funny. But, um, I mean, not funny, haha, but funny like, whoa, that's weird. But uh, it made me think, like, if anyone is currently sporting a voodoo doll of me, like, if we could just, like, agree on some terms, like, that'd be cool. Because at this point, that seems like it's totally possible. And yes, I may have just said turtly. Not like turd, this isn't a bathroom show, but turtle. Turtly funny. I'm exhausted just from pressing the applause button. That's how good this show is. Uh, all right. Well, let's just get right to housekeeping, shall we, everybody? Yes, of course we shall. Um, first thing you need to know is there's a brand new edition, brand new episode of the Top 20. Uh, top 20, episode 119. Like, that should ever be a thing. But it is. Which will actually make this episode 120. 120 episodes of this stupid show. They canceled Firefly, which is one of my favorite shows of all time after one season, and yet nobody even cares enough <laughs> to come and cancel the show. <laughs> Sorry, Captain Tight Pants. Um, anyway, so yeah, there is uh, there is yet another edition of the Top 20 out, and yes, it there was yet another school shooting, so we kind of talk about that, red flags, and all that other stuff. Uh, also, I talk about the upcoming Radiothon, which is now in my rear view mirror. I want to thank everybody that stopped by for the Autism Radiothon, uh, and uh, everybody that listened, everybody that said hello, but definitely everybody that donated, thank you so much for that, and for those of you that didn't come by or donate, I'm just going to assume that you're very pro-autism. And that's why you didn't show up. I don't, I don't know if that's the case, and I'm not here to judge, but I'm kind of here to judge. Actually, aren't we all kind of here to judge, really, what we're... Well, that's not going to be this show. We've done that enough, so... 
Uh, but anyway, there was some nonsense going on with my back neighbors. That has continued, and I'm becoming the older man on the porch every week, just being annoyed by their nonsense. But I actually did something this week that's going to annoy them, so I'm kind of happy about that. So. <laughs> and if you think I'm being petty, it's because I'm being petty. Then you've done a very good job in recognizing it, so give yourself, an, give yourself a round of applause. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. So, also, that's not our only housekeeping. Bacon is my podcast. As far as I could tell, they're on 37 times a week at this point. Full interview this past Monday was Arcane Ghost. I did not get a chance to check that out, uh, but I'm going to. I'm actually more interested in checking out Discussions and Drinks from last night um, because it's an old-school uh, episode, and I love when I've played, like, my my original, like, my original Hard Rock Lunchbox has got to be some of the worst radio ever, it's second and only by what I'm about to do today. So, like, I really like those looks back, those looks back when things are new and you just don't know what it is. Like, I realized how long I've been doing this show, uh, because when I was doing the Radiothon, I'm not on the Hard Rock Lunchbox. I mean, like, I am promoting the Hard Rock Lunchbox, which is... Well, I'm not, I'm not really promoting it. I'm, I'm sort of saying who I am and why I'm there. And as far as that whole world cares, nobody really gives a shit that I'm in Rebel 9 or anything else that I do. It's just I'm part of the channel. I'm part of uh, New Regal Radio, um, 99WNRR.com. Or if you're, you know, Giovanna, it's 99RRRR.whatever. She said in that bumper, which I will now be playing today because it still makes me laugh. No matter how many times she threatens to fix it, I will never play a corrected version of that bumper. But I um, I am a, a member of the station. I am the Hard Rock Lunchbox. And I was playing stuff, and, and I was on for three hours playing music. And I was um, every time I would introduce a song, I had to force myself to not say, like, on the box, because I've been saying that for almost ten years. And I definitely let one slip by, and it was just like, ooh, not on the box. <laughs> This is what it would sound like. We're on the box. But we raised a lot of money, so that, that was cool. But I do like going back and looking at some of the earlier episodes because at this point, like, the guys in, in Bacon is My Podcast are just, like, in the flow. Like, they know how to do interviews. They know how to have their own discussions. It's not like, where's the camera? It's like, oh, the sound. So, like, like all that's over. So you're not going to see any of that, like, low-level Wayne's World shit, which is what I totally love from, like, the first episode. So, anyway, so I'm looking to check that out. I'm hoping to have a little time this weekend because while I do celebrate Easter, my youngest kid is now 16. So, like... We can really just offset the egg hunt with, like, here's 50 bucks <laughs> if we wanted to. But, uh, you know, unfortunately, she's such a cute little dork. She's probably still going to want to do the egg hunt. So, anyway, I'm hoping after that I'll have some time to watch the uh, the OG episode of Bacon My Podcast. Feel free to do that as well. Uh, they're on the Twitch live stream tonight. Again, David, I don't know if David Cajano is going to be part of that. He better be uh, in his studio working on the Rebel 9 mixes if he knows what's good for him. I don't care. Take your time, Dave. I want it done right. Definitely take your time, but I'm in literally no hurry. There's literally nobody banging on my door right now for the new Rebel 9. Like, See that? That was a sound effect. That was not a real person banging down my door for the new Rebel 9. I haven't even decided what the first single is going to be yet. Uh, my money's on Side Out or Aaliyah, but it could be, could be either of the other. Any of the four, and we'll just kind of figure that as we go. There's got to be some video consideration, all that other stuff that nobody cares about. Not even me, which is why it hasn't been answered. And then, of course, on uh, Bacon is my podcast. Seven questions tomorrow night with Alina Scissorhands, singer of the band Infected Rain. I've never heard of, so if you want to check them out and learn a little something about them, I would highly recommend that. And, of course, as always, on Strangerhood TV, please like, 
subscribe, comment, uh, and set up the notifications. We are slowly growing that channel, and the operative word is slowly. So we would like to get that over 10,000 people before I die, which, given my current medical status, could be as early as the top of the hour. So that all being said... There's a lot of interesting stuff going on in the news. Uh, if you have eyes or ears, uh, I actually really have very little interest in uh, talking about any of the Trump stuff, uh, except for one thing that I noticed yesterday that was kind of funny, and it was very indirectly related uh, to Trump. I was um, <clears throat> I was clearing some stuff off Facebook because I had to answer a couple of messages that had come in which totally reminds me I did not answer all those messages, so I have to do that. If you have an outstanding message from me, don't worry. Spud's on the job, Bob. I'll get there. But what I noticed, and I noticed this a lot, I'm actually, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm literally surprised that I have so many, like, real diehard Trump supporters that are still, um, I guess it's, fr- I mean, I guess it's friends on Facebook. I mean, we're not really friends. I mean, I have a couple that, like, it's okay. Like, we just disagree, and that's fine. I don't mind that. But I'm always surprised at how many diehards I have that, uh, you know, did not just unfriend me or block me, which was most of them, which was, man, was I grateful for that. Thank you, because it's just not something I really do, and it's something I've been working on, like trying to get past the mental hurdle. Like, I don't care about any of these people at all, or 99% of these people, so I should just, like, block them and unfriend them. But the reality is, I'm on Facebook so little, it just doesn't really matter. It's really more of a a mail tool at this point. But I realized something uh, when I was on uh, yesterday. In my feed, there were two main things. There was, I stand with Trump, and then there was a picture of him with a lion for some reason, probably because he's a pussy, maybe. I don't know. Um, standing with a lion, the real commander-in-chief, which is, like, completely bananas anyway. Like, if we could just be done with it, my guy won. Like, no, no, he didn't. He lost by a lot, and he still tried to cheat and all that other stuff. But what I realized is that so many people on Facebook had these things as their cover photos or profile pictures or whatever. Dude, if you were ever looking for a time to spring clean your Facebook feed, at least like I did, like, I just snoozed. I must have snoozed, like, 40 people for 30 days. Like... Do you have any idea how nice that's going to be? Like, I just, I was like, oh, this is so easy. I don't even have to think about who it is. It's like, snooze for 30 days, snooze for 30 days, snooze for 30 days. I'm doing this in my head. It's like 30, 60, 90, 120, 150, 180. I'm like, this is awesome. And then I realized that it's not like, you know, it's it's all like concurrent. It's not going to be like consecutive and stuff like that. But, hey, man, 30 days is 30 days. And I realized that Trump's not going to be back in court until December, which is also kind of bananas, by the way. But, like... You ever just do something where it's like, well, that's not going to be a problem for 30 days. Like, I don't know, pay your mortgage or pay it like a Discover card bill or I don't know, have a pass a kidney stone. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what people do for fun anymore. But uh, yeah, so I, I really had no intention of talking about that. But seriously, like I could not advise it more. If you're looking to snooze your Facebook feed of Trump supporters, of the big dumb ones, like now is a better time than ever. They're basically all wearing like a giant hat. So you can just see them. Like you don't even, like I said, you don't even have to really go through it. Like you just scrolls and click, scrolls, click, scroll, click, scroll, click. Like it just, ah, oh, it was beautiful. So, like in a very rare way, like thank you very much, diehard Trump supporters. You, for the first time ever, have made my life a little easier. So, like this was. 
here's to a promise of 30 days. Like, I don't remember, it was 40 days, right? With Noah and the animals in the boat. Like, this is almost that. Like, this is almost biblical, biblically good. Like, ugh. Anyway, I'll shut up now. So I didn't want to actually, I didn't have anything politically to talk about. I was literally was going to talk about all the medical stuff that I've been going through. Uh, and not in a lot of detail. Like, I know that people think, like, I share absolutely everything about my life. Like, that's really not true. And I really, I, and I think it's funny when people are like, oh, I thought you just, you know, everything. No, that's how much stuff is going on in my life in a, any given day. Like, it just, it just really is. Like, it's just, it's, it's pathetically ridiculous and something I'm actively been working on lately. Like, trying to just say yes to, like, fun things. Like, as, as messed up as I was yesterday, like, like, dude, I had a, I literally had a coffee appointment with Annie Stoke of Jackknife Slow. That's how pathetic it's gotten because Annie, who was one of my dearest friends, will message me and be like, I'd like to make an appointment for coffee, please. And I'm thinking, like, would you also like your tires rotated? Like, just, like, are we going to check? your spark plugs and stuff and she's 100% right to do that because I'm so horribly bad at kind of maintaining all these other things in my life because I'm constantly getting swamped and bombarded by a million other things and I just can never never keep up so I've been like actively working on it like it's like not that I've you know like it's not like I'm reading the secret or anything but like this is a literal literal goal of mine to make more space for things that I enjoy more and just kind of put aside stuff that I don't enjoy. Adding some of that, you know, it's just, it's going to include like some better health stuff, but like better health advanced 3.0 because the stuff that I'm doing right now is great and keeping a lot of other stuff at bay, but it's coming at the cost of this other stuff. You don't need to know that. So nobody cares. Nobody cares, Sean. Nobody cares. So, uh, well, I was going to talk about some of that, but then there was just, just, this fantastically wonderful nine-page story in ProPublica this morning uh, about my dude and yours, Justice Clarence Thomas. You might recognize him as the black guy on the Supreme Court. I'm not saying that to disparage him or be uh, at all racist, uh, but it is important to know who he is because he is very against stuff like equal rights <laughs> uh, for minorities or women. Uh, and, you know, married to a woman, married to a white woman uh, named Ginny Thomas, by the way, who is under scrutiny for uh, insurrection because she was very, very involved in some of the January 6th stuff. Very bad person. Very nasty person. And could not happen to a nicer guy in my opinion. Justice Thomas was also accused of sexual misconduct during his court confirmations. I mean, it would be nothing compared to what would go on later on with, like, Brett Kavanaugh and stuff like that. But you know, first is worst, second is best. Third is the one with the cheddar chest. I believe that's true. But, uh, yeah. So one of the things you need to know about the Supreme Court, if you don't already know this, is, and, and you might not know this because they basically canceled civics in all high schools because they don't want you to know how government works so they can manipulate you. Like, you know, like Republicans are always like, well, what are they really trying to distract you from by, you know, having Trump indicted on 34 counts of business fraud? Like, no, 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 no. That's what we're that's what we're actually talking about. We don't do the distraction. Right. We're not doing that. The, 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 the left does not do that. I mean, yeah, sure, we could probably wag the dog if we wanted to, but we don't need to right now. <laughs> like, there's no, I mean, yeah, the economy's in trouble because we had to bail out the Trump administration and because there's a war going on in Eastern Europe and a bunch of other stuff is happening with China posturing and stuff like that. Like, China's just brokered a deal between Iran and Saudi Arabia, historic enemies, by the way. Like, if, you know, you want to 
I'm, you don't you don't know your civics, and I'm sure you don't know your history either. But Persians and the Arabs, it's not the same people. Now I know that's going to surprise a lot of you, and that's okay because you haven't learned those things. That's all right. They are historic enemies. They do not like each other, and China is now brokering. Peace between them, something that the Americans were famous for, but American diplomacy is in the shitter because our last president basically put it there. Yeah. Anyway, so my dude Clarence Thomas, who I think is a really bad dude, and really he's supposed to, he was supposed to have recused himself from some of the January sixth stuff because his wife is so involved in it, and that's like ethics. 101, but because you're a Supreme Court justice and you can sit for life, unless you're impeached, which takes two-thirds of the Senate and honestly isn't going to happen ever in our lifetime, uh, you basically have to die or resign, um, which is usually how people kind of leave the Supreme Court, and that's certainly how they've been doing it lately. But this dude is a bad dude. He's been a bad dude for a long time, but now he's got a whole bunch of new ethical violations, which I'm sure are going to amount to nothing, although I do have a theory as, uh, as to what could happen that might be interesting to uh, nerds like me that care about this kind of stuff. But I thought this was interesting, so I was just going to read a little bit. It's from Pro- from ProPublica Today, uh, and it's all about Supreme Court uh, Justice Clarence Thomas. For over 20 years, this is, a, this is the lead. This is the lead line. For over 20 years, Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas has been treated to luxury vacations by billionaire Republican donor Harlan Crump. Already bad, man. Already bad. He goes on cruises in far-flung locales on Crow's yacht, flies on his private jet, and keeps company with Crow's powerful friends at the billionaire's private resort. Billionaire with a B, by the way, like as in like big douche. Although I realize that's a D as well. But like, big boosh. Sure. Um, the extent of Crow's largesse, largesse has never been revealed until now. For over 20 years, Clarence Thomas has been treated. Oh, sorry, I read the title. For over 20 years, Clarence Thomas has been treated to luxury vacations by billionaire Republican donor Harlan Crow. Um, and keeps company with Crow's and blah, blah, blah. In late uh, June... Yeah, I know I'm doing a stellar job. It's probably why this isn't a new show. Oh, wait, hold on. Yeah. This is what's missing. I forgot my newspaper ticket. There we go. In late June 2019, right after the U.S. Supreme Court released its final opinion of the term... Justice Clarence Thomas boarded a large private jet headed to Indonesia. He and his wife, Jenny Thomas, insurrectionist, real bitch of a woman too. He and his wife were going on vacation, nine days of island hopping in a volcanic archipelago on a super yacht staffed by, uh, staffed by attendants and a private chef. If Thomas had charted the plane and the 162-foot yacht himself, the total cost of the trip would have exceeded $500,000. $500,000. Fortunately for him, that wasn't necessary. Oh, yay! Good for him. He was on vacation with real estate magnate and Republican megadonor Harlan Crow, who owned the jet and the yacht, too. That must be so nice. That must be a super cool dude. Because you know those Republican billionaires and how much they care about us. Clarence Thomas and his wife, Ginny, front, uh, with Harlan Krobuk, right? And other, there's a picture. You can't see the picture. Uh, and others in Flores, Indonesia in July 2019. Oh, that's a credit. Durr. For more than two decades, Thomas has accepted luxury trips virtually every year from the Dallas businessman without disclosing them. Uh-oh. 
Uh, documents and interviews show a public servant who has a salary of $285,000. He gets paid $285,000 a year to be a Supreme Court judge. That's a pretty good deal. Like, it might not sound like a lot, but he also doesn't work all the time either. So try to remember that. Uh, he works kind of like teacher's hours. Anyway, he has vacation on Crow's super yacht around the globe. He flies on Crow's bum. Bombardier Global 5000 Jet. He has gone with Crow to the Bohemian Grove, the exclusive California all-male retreat. <laughs> I'm not just saying. Listen, I, when I was a kid, I belonged to the He-Man Woman Haters Club, along with the rest of our gang, you know, Alfalfa and Stiney and Buckwheat. <laughs> not Darla, though. And to Crow's uh, Sprawling Ranch in East Texas. And Thomas typically spends about a week every summer at Crow's private resort in the Adirondacks. The extent and frequency of Crow's apparent gifts to Thomas have no known precedent in the modern history of the United States Supreme Court. These trips appeared nowhere on Thomas's financial disclosures. 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 <laughs> disclosures. Sorry. Uh, his failure to report the flights appeared to have violate a lot. This is the flights? His failure to report the flights appears to violate a law passed after Watergate that requires justices, judges, members of the Congress, and federal officials to disclose the most gift. Two ethic law experts said. He also should have disclosed his trips on the yacht, these experts said. Thomas did not respond to a detailed list of questions. This article goes on and on and on, as it should, because he's a huge douchebag in doing some illegal shit. There is a reason there is a watch of ethics in Washington, because it is super easy for the super rich to curry favor and therefore curry power. What makes you think that Thomas is ever going to vote against something that this dude doesn't really want? Ever. Like, because would you like, would you honestly risk a $500,000 free vacation to Indonesia? Just because your buddy wanted to, like, I don't know, dig for coal in Indian land, or, excuse me, Native American land? Would you? $500,000 trip? I gotta tell you, man, I don't get away all that much. I feel like I would do a lot for $500,000. And I'm not saying that I'm going to start an OnlyFans account. I think that's what those are for. I really am so old. I'm sorry. I don't know what those are for. But I think I would do a lot for $500,000. And uh, I think if I was just going to be swayed as a justice in doing something that looked like I was going to do anyway, like, I think I would just do it. And that's just one trip. This dude is definitely, definitely bad. And it's completely fine to have rich friends and, like, do all that stuff. But it's not okay to not report it. It's the hiding of it. It's the problem. And not to tie this all back into Trump, but, like, one thing that people need to know as the indictment goes forward, yeah, it was based on hush money. But hush money by itself isn't illegal. I can pay you all the money in the world to be quiet as long as it comes out of my pocket. Like, here's a hundred bucks. How about you shut the fuck up? Like, that's a completely legal transaction, right? It is. You're totally allowed to do it. What you're not allowed to do it is lie about it. That's a problem. And by not disclosing it, that's lying about it. Omission is just as bad as lying about stuff. Because if you're being basically paid these things in recurring gifts... You're not allowed to do that. Those are ethical violations in Washington. And according to this law, this post-Watergate law, where people were basically bribing the vice president of the United States all the time, it's now illegal. 
And while I fully expect that Justice Thomas will never be impeached because there's not enough Democrats in Congress or in the Senate to do that, uh, and honestly, in this day and age, like Republicans, like I was saying a couple weeks ago, Republicans just don't step down. They really don't. They don't care what egregious thing they do. I mean, that dude from Florida, Matt Gates, was literally sex trafficking minors across state lines. He didn't step down. Al Franken, like, touched somebody's titty, and he did step down. Cuomo, they still haven't proved anything against him, and he stepped down. Republicans do all kinds of bad shit and never step down, so I don't expect it. But one shining silver lining I possibly see is that Chief Justice John Roberts has really had quite enough of the bullshit going on in the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court has never been looked at more disfavorably than it does right now. And the problem is these courts are named after the Chief Justices, like in history. So, you know, for the rest of ever, people are going to look back on the Roberts Court as being the one that leaked the Dobbs decision about Roe v. Wade that basically overturned that. And this, this flurry of ethical violations and the, 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 sexual reporting against, like, uh, Brett Kavanaugh, and even Brett Kavanaugh hanging out with Matt, Matt Gates, who's, you know, sex trafficking out of Florida. All of this stuff will be filed under the Roberts Court, and he is really getting quite tired of it, getting undermined by the people on the right. And you'll actually start to see him vote a little bit more on the left, because... I don't know why, but it just seems to be happening. So I'm wondering if at some point he's going to make it so excruciatingly, excruciatingly difficult for Clarence Thomas to be a part of this thing that he might just retire. I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon, but I'd like to really think that. Only other thing I can kind of see is that if Biden wins re-election, which if Trump is the contender or the, uh, the Republican candidate, I fully expect that Biden will, would beat Trump. I don't know that Biden would beat anybody else, but I feel like Biden would beat Trump if they went head-to-head again, especially after the latest nonsense that's going on uh, and the insurrection and all that other stuff. But the only other silver lining I see as a possible, the only other possible silver lining I see is that if Biden does does run and does win again, I think there is a case to be made for this White House that if Clarence Thomas does not step down amidst, amidst all of these ethical violations, then the only choice that we have as a, as a people would be to expand the court to go to either 11 or 13, which is something the right desperately does not want. And I don't blame them because it will it'll undermine 40 years of what they've tried to do. But if you're going to keep playing dirty and can't keep your fucking mouth shut and hands out of the cookie jar, I feel like that's going to be the recourse. I, I'm all for it. Like, I am fine if you have a different ideology. Stop cheating at the game, too. I'm so over it, and so many more people are over it. And even and most of the people that I speak to are quite about that. The the ethics violations that are going on in Washington are not why we sent you there, dude. Like, seriously, all my friends, most of them are fuck-ups to a degree, like at least a slight degree, but they're proud of it, and I love them for it. And that's why I'm playing this song, because I segue like a mother... Hard Rock Lunch Box. Look out, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man, we're going to get to some heavier stuff pretty soon. I've got a lot of, like, so the, you guys know the deal, right? Anybody listen listens to this show regularly knows that, you know, if I don't get a week where a lot of good stuff comes in, I start trolling, like, older stuff and stuff that I haven't heard in a really long time. So I've grabbed, like, one, two, three, four. I got four of those. <laughs> I got four of those for you today. I was like, man, I haven't heard this. I wonder when the last time somebody else heard this. So we might be dealing with some of that nonsense. Um, but, uh, uh, 
Oh, yeah. So it's. I think it's probably ap- apropos for a new segment, don't you? So I'd like to call this segment Things We Can Do in the Chat. Yeah, all right. I'm not entirely sure what's going on. I know the chat changes from time to time, and I know that we have problems with it from time to time. But as far as I can tell, we could just recap uh, just briefly. Maybe I need this. I might need this too. Okay. Um, so we can private message, right? That, that's what we can do. We can definitely private message. I know that. Uh, we can change our names. We can, If you log in as a guest, you can log in as any name that you want. Uh, do we have italics? I, is... Do we have bold? I forget. Bold. Bold. Uh, I can't tell. Uh-oh. You can curse, right? That was a big one. When they when they released the cursing, we're, we're, or if you're in the Midwest, you can cuss. You can chew your cut and you can cuss. And if you're southern Midwest, you can chew your cut, you can cuss, and you can also kiss your cousin. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I mean, yeah, you can. That's, oh, yeah, bold work, but not italics. Can we, Jimmy, can we do italics? It's always a no. Yeah, so, no, still no italics. We can do pictures. Oh, actually, I got a new picture. Normally, I count on Q solidly for all of my pictures, but I got a new one. I got a new one this week. I was doing the autism. <laughs> I, was, I was doing the autism. It's the hot new dance. Um... I was doing something about root beer. Add file. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I was doing the autism show, and I went to log in like I do here every every week. I, I start streaming. And on my end, I was streaming for about 23 minutes. I did an intro. I played like five songs. And then it turned out that I wasn't having... It wasn't broadcasting. Even though it said it was broadcasting, it wasn't broadcasting. So I had actually to restart my three-hour show completely over, which sucked anyway. And, like, I felt stupid because, like, I know what I'm doing, like, and I know how to do this. And I didn't – I hadn't done anything wrong. But I had been just talking to nobody, which was not fun. I do not recommend. And it really just – I can turn this off. And it really just kind of really kind of bothered me. And, like, I actually had to reset. Like, it really just tanked my mood, and I had to kind of reset a little bit. So I demanded – I demanded that I be giving an award for all my technical difficulties, and uh, Michael Presti, Mike Presti, the artifacts, uh, the, the founder of the station, promptly made me a reward that I'm very, an award, very proud of. And so my point is, uh, like I just did in the chat here, um, yeah, I won the award for most technical difficulties in radio history presented to me at the uh, 15th annual Radiothon faces for autism but my point is you can put pictures right in the chat too and that's pretty good so you can private message you can change your name you can curse all you want you can be bold can we uh can we italicize jimmy it's always a no. yeah well progress is slow here but we can put pictures in uh and of course we can listen to music now i said a few months ago i was talking about just how big a fan i am and was uh was and still am of the band def leppard i thought they were just great and i just Really, I always liked them as a band, and they put out rec- better record after better record after better record, and just the music uh, landscape sort of changed around them. But they were always still good at what they did, and they did, you know, they put out some new music recently that I actually thought was still quite good. Uh, but I stumbled on something, and I don't even know quite how I did it. But it's a kind of like a remix, I guess, because it doesn't sound like Joe, El- Joe Elliott re sang it. But 
I just loved this version of it. It was I thought it was something very cool and just kind of highlights just how good of a song a song can be because when you change it out of genres and you start hearing it for the song it is and not necessarily the you know pop song that you know made it big, it just kind of opens your eyes a little bit. And I always love stuff like that because I love it. Hopefully you'll love it too. Regardless, it's on now. Hard rock lunch box. I think I played this last week, but if not, Skinjit's got new music, and I'm digging it. Hard Rock Lunch Box. That was the other song from Throw the Fight that I was considering playing last week. I think that's still better than Hourglass, but I'm going to have to go back, because I know everybody said that Hourglass definitely boxes, and I think uh, Cover Your Tracks definitely boxes. I don't know which one boxes more. I don't know if it requires a box-off or a new segment. A new segment that I'm absolutely in no have no interest in, in, in putting together right now. But uh, so I was trolling through Spotify as I'm often doing during uh, during the latter part of the week, getting ready for this show. Yep, I can't just show up and be brilliantly beautiful. Uh, I can't even ever do that. But I couldn't do that even if I wanted to. I actually have to do some work your hungry ear holes with music. So I found a band called Alt that I'd never heard of before. Looks like they're based out of Australia. They have a new song out called ADD. And honestly, I really dug it. Maybe you will too. It's Alt. Box. Hard Rock Lunch Box. Little distraught. What the hell? Sorry. Technical difficulties, ladies and gentlemen. Actually, that was less of a technical difficulty. That was that was we in the business like to call user error. That was on me. Sorry. So, as anybody that's listened to the box for any great period of time knows, uh, I spent a lot of time not necessarily trolling uh, for music. Like you know, I've got places that I go. I really have tried to change up my algorithm. I know people were mentioning that a couple weeks ago. Like just going out of my way to try and find other playlists and stuff like that. So I have been listening to other playlists mainly just to up my algorithm so what i what i know what i don't want is i never want my my filter to be like my bubble to be filtered so much that i'm only hearing stuff that it knows i would like like i want to hear stuff that maybe i would like or new stuff or interesting things so it's super important for me to to keep doing that but that being said there are places on the spotify internet that i simply will not go just dark dark, dangerous areas of the music landscape that are just not safe for anybody. And that's what we have Melissa for. <laughs> Melissa has taken upon herself over the past several weeks to send me some of the weirdest and probably worst music on the internet available from Spotify. And I think we all appreciate it because every now and then you get a winner, like the cow song, uh, and <laughs> sometimes... Not such a winner like the Draco Malfoy song, but my daughter really liked that one, so I feel like that's a victory anyway. This week, it's actually a really good song. Like, it's not necessarily Hard Rock nor Lunchbox, but the message, I think it's on point. So, I think I think this is a good one. Good message. Let's all listen to Andy Grammer, because he, I need a new money. And honestly, who doesn't? Hard Rock Lunch box. Keep in mind, Something Heavy's got a new single dropping later this month, but we got it early mainly because we're cool like that. I won't repeat what never was, since we brought out the worst in us. Oh. 
Lunch Box. Ah, hard to go wrong with Slipknot. Plus, of course, you're climbing a bunch of monitors, and then they stop the show and wait for you to finish because you're ruining it for everybody. Well, that happened, uh, I think that was going on in Europe, but uh, I don't know. I, uh, so, uh, sorry, <laughs> just trying to read something. I was, I don't want to give any spoilers, but I was, I was spelling jackknife stiletto incorrectly and surprising nobody, I'm sure, in the, in the process. Oh, well. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I was actually, like I said, I was going to go grab coffee with the, uh, great Annie Stoic from um, Jack Knife Solo yesterday, but I couldn't because I was suffering from a pinch, uh, a little pinch. I was suffering from a pinch nerve. Uh, it would turn out that it's my C7 vertebrae that's uh, just basically clamping down on the blood vessel, the, the artery, and the nerve going to my left hand. So currently, uh, and I've, I've been you know, adjusted, and I'm going to have to go get adjusted a lot more often. Uh, chiropractic care is nothing new to me. I've been I've been in it repeated uh, over the years, and actually, I just sort of stopped when COVID hit and just didn't go back, which is actually why I'm having such a bad problem right now. So I, rec- I I'm a big believer in chiropractic maintenance. I think it's important for health and all that other stuff. So if you have any questions, feel free to ask me. I'll be happy to answer them. Uh, but um, so I went, uh, but it was just it was so funny. Like I was hoping it was just going to be a muscle spasm, and because it's what I really wanted it to be, but in the back of my head, I absolutely knew uh, what uh, knew it was going to be a pinched nerve. But it was just sort of funny, like when you're standing like in an evaluation room and a doctor like walks in and just takes one look at you and knows what it is. <laughs> like, I don't know exactly because I didn't feel like I looked all that different. <laughs> but like, ah uh, man, I don't even know. I, I don't know. I don't know what it looked like, but it must have been like to somebody with that kind of experience. Been like, up, oh, yeah, you're. Uh, left trapezoid is like all locked up and stuff and they were just saying like I was just, it was just clamping down like a bunch of different nerves and stuff and that's why like I was having like shooting pain and couldn't couldn't get anything but like I'm still really kind of concerned because I've got like two of my fingers on my left hand that are just like pins and needles totally numb and I'm still having that pain I mean I'll be back tomorrow for another evaluation and an adjustment so I'm hoping it's going to go away but my point is it takes a clamping of my C7 vertebrae and fire shooting into my left arm for me to cancel a coffee appointment with Andy Stone. So, Andy, if you're listening, this one's for you.
know what you're thinking. You're thinking you need a little something a little more hard, a little more core, a little more post-pop punk hardcore, all of those things. Well, listen, I got you covered. It's the Hard Rock Lunchbox, after all. So we'll play kind of anything, including some hard rock from time to time. Hard Rock Lunch Box. Yeah, a little Silverstein for you. It's not the new one, but it's still a good one. And it's kind of what we're here to do. So, um, I listened to some Cade Katz this past week. Uh, Cade Katz. Cade is the singer for the band For the Fight. So, ipso facto, I'm your boss. And I really like the song Satellites. I really, really like the stripped version of Satellites. And I kind of noticed something as I was like listening to it, like the number of plays on Spotify on this song is like in the 2000s, I think, unless I'm just completely misreading it. And I personally could not understand how a song that I consider to be this good does not have more plays. And I know as an artist, what goes into it, a lot of it is exposure. A lot of it is, you know, who you've got playing your song. I mean, it takes a lot of work to get your songs played you know, into the thousands, as anybody that doesn't have them in the thousands knows. I mean, like, half the reason that Rebel 9 does as well as it does is because for, like, three or four years, I did nothing but, like, interviews and played shows around the country, you know? And with our minimal listenership, whenever we put out something new, I'm super grateful to have friends and fans that just listen the fuck out of anything we put out. So we have those kinds of plays, but I just... I... It... I don't understand how you could be in a band like Throw the Fight and have all the plays that Throw the Fight has and then not have some of your side stuff. I mean, like, I feel like at that point, like, not only are you not promoting it, but you're, like, kind of hiding it. Like, and I've done that. Like, I've actually, we actually have a song on Rebel 9 uh, through Spotify that I did not promote at all, just to kind of see. And it is definitely in the basement of uh, where songs go, which I, I found interesting kind of as a study of... Uh, humanity and the way sociology will listen and work with the Spotify algorithms, like for no other reason than that. So I, I found it interesting, but like truly, I don't understand how a song this good has so many, has so few plays. But you know, on the upside, probably by the time I'm done listening to this song, I may have doubled it, and maybe you will too. So here's a little something from Cade Katz. It's called Satellites on the Box. Hard. Rock Lunch Box. I know what you're thinking. What time is it? Is Devtones time. That's right. Hard Rock Lunch Box. Yeah, man. That sound means it's time for only one thing. It's time for your weekly Craving of the Week with Craving Strange. I went way back in the vault. I still need a vault sound effect. Do I need a, uh, a vault sound effect, Jimmy? It's always enough. Uh, maybe I don't need one. I thought I needed one, but, but I guess not. You sure I don't need one? It's always a no! Yeah, well, he's the man. He said so, and it is his segment. So I went back into the vault. I dragged out something old. I dusted it off a little bit, and I got it all ready for you. Don't worry. Don't worry. Never satisfied Like a demon on the face Scratching down my spine 
Lunch Box. Ah, I feel like we all needed some Iron Maiden. Is that right? Did I read the room correctly? Probably not. But that's okay, because the show is over. Almost. Yay! Is the show over, Jimmy? It's always Right, yeah. Seems like that. I'm going to get on out of here because I actually have to find a comfortable position to sort of stretch my neck in. And that's not a metaphor or euphemism for anything. I literally need to stretch my neck, you know, and sometimes somehow avoid snapping it and dying. Because that would prevent the box from being on next week. But I'm hoping for this week, I'm hoping it's going to... I'm hoping for next week I will indeed be here and I will be somewhat wholer than, not as wholer, like that's something else, but wholer than I am currently right now. So honestly, the only thing I can think of to walk you out, because you've been such a great audience, is there's only one song that comes to mind. Actually, that's not true. There's like 50 songs that come to mind. But right now, there's only one way to get out of here alive. We're all going to do it together. Hold hands, everybody. And I'll see you next week on the box. Hard Rock Lunch. Box.